Hi. Well, hi, Phil. Hi. Oh, hi, hi John. Hey, guess what, John? We have a special guest today. Spoiler. Oh. Well, we'll you have to announce it at some point. Well, no, we'll just record for a while and people will catch on later. Hi, Phil. Hi, <laughs> hi Paul. How you doing? Oh, I, I, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Hi, are you, John, too? Yeah, yeah. As, as I was saying before we started up... Um, um, I think we're all kind of crazy because it's that start of school or just before start of a school rush, crazy, crazy shit. Crazy yeah. shit, man. The shit's yeah, going down. Yeah, it's really... We're in um, the shit. Both my um, school and Phil's school both start next week. Oh, so when's your guys' first day of school? Monday? The day after Labor Day. Oh, right? Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, so the my kids, but also we're getting stuff ready at... Uh, because we work at universities. <laughs> right, right. Well, my two girls went to school today for the for the first day of the year, and Elizabeth obviously is uh, uh, an orchestra teacher here in Rapid, so she started as well. So, well, she went back last week, but but yeah, it all kicked off today here in Rapid. Well, you don't wait wow. till after the after the fair. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, the fair is done. The fair is complete. You, you're, the, the fair in Rapid is a little different than the fair here. Have you have you ever been to the fair here? <laughs> I, I have not been to the Minnesota fair. Although I did see Weird Al Yankovic was at yeah. the fair, right? Is that he was true? there last yeah. night. Yeah. yeah Sold out cool. crowd. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can talk about the fair a little bit since Should I, I we? did go this year. Well, yeah, and we can compare it to the, what is it again in Rapid? It's the Central, the Central States, States Fair. States. The Central States Fair, yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah they, many they a story there. The, the South Dakota State Fair, which is in, as my dad would have said, urine South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> like a urine sample. Well, wait, first let's say, who who is Paul? We should talk about who Paul is. Yeah, we're totally getting ahead of ourselves. Well, Paul, why don't you introduce yourself? Sure, well... I'm Paul. I'm from a little place called Rapid City. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of that. Maybe you've, <laughs> maybe it's been discussed on this forum before. I'm not sure. You think? You're listening to Time to Lean, and here's a song, episode 28, with special guest Paul S. From who the hell knows where. Maybe we'll find out in a little bit here. Wrong. So, but I'm I'm from Rapid. Originally, not from Rapid, as you might tell by my voice. So I grew up uh, just outside London in, in a place called Essex in in the United Kingdom. Uh, yeah, and uh, I've lived in Rapid for uh, eleven years now. I'm now a United States citizen after uh, uh, marrying John's sister. Yeah. So, yeah. There, there's another family connection, but maybe that gets too complicated. Oh, yeah, I mean, with yeah, that's a that's a rabbit hole. I'm not going down. <laughs> but yeah, so so <laughs> it'll, it'll be in the uh, the bonus features. <laughs> yeah, the the director's the director's cut. So <laughs> the extended could, dance version. We could, yeah, and we could have different family members commentate on that. But uh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> but. But yeah, so I've, I've been here 11 years. I, like I say, I, I grew up in uh, just outside of London. I work in the area of law enforcement, specifically uh, criminal investigations. I've done that. I've done that job for, for quite some time. Uh, prior to that, uh, 
Uh, I worked in the travel industry where I got to to travel the world and live in lots of different countries, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. so yeah, yeah. But here I am. I'm, I'm like I say, I'm a U.S. citizen now and living in Rapid and uh, uh, enjoying life. L- living the South Dakota dream. Y- you know, I, I really am, John. I really am. Yeah. You know, and, oh. and I, I, I class this as home now. Uh, I've been back to uh-huh. to the U.K. a couple of times, but I class Rapid as 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 my home now. I think of it as home, and whenever I travel and I come back here, this is this is home now. I was just reading an article, and, and usually the people we interview are what I call a South Dakota expats, but they're, they, they're people that have left South Dakota for somewhere right, else. Right, and, and so, but you are, um, I was just reading an article about the, uh, that South Dakota is one of the highest brain drain sorts of states. But anyway, you moved back, so other than, other than your uh, wife, <laughs> what were some other reasons you might have moved moved back there for or was it just her what to wrap it yeah yeah i mean i mean it was it was all about it was all about moving for marriage i mean don't get me wrong i visited rapid a lot uh prior to doing that and and i liked the place but but i didn't move to rapid because it was rapid city uh, i've since since living in rapid I've, I've come to love a lot of things about it but but no, my my primary reason for moving was for marriage. Yeah. Well, in Mount Rushmore, or no, Waldrop. Yeah, well, Waldrop. Wrong. <laughs> hey, well, you, are you going to narrate this one, John? Do, Watch out. Do, do you know what it wasn't for? It was not for the quality of restaurants. I was just about to make a snarky remark really about Rapid City cuisine. Is, I mean, if. That's what it was not for. It was not for the quality of restaurants. Other yeah, than, I, I, other than I, Taco John's. Specifically, I, oh yeah, well. well, well, you know, I'll, I'll put that in the in the in the fast food arena, but specifically right. Mexican restaurants, which there's an abundance oh. of, yet none of them are good. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I always South Dakota for me is is become a real land of disappointment for restaurants. <laughs> It really, really yeah. and, and you know, we've gone to visit family in the Sioux Falls area, you know, the big city, and it it's pretty mediocre there too, right? For the most part, once in a while, it's something decent, but it's not right. not amazing. So yeah, I I, I get now it. every now and then a really good restaurant pops up, but it just doesn't last very long. There's yeah. over the years, I've I've caught wind of some pretty good ones, Espe- especially um, a barbecue restaurant. Right, which, oh. which Rapid City cannot seem to support. No, and and I and I've become a little bit of a barbecue snob the last <laughs> uh, couple of that's years. That's on our topic list, actually. <laughs> yeah, turns yeah. out <laughs> it, it, um, it's, it's it's something that I, I, I've become. Do you know what though? For what it lacks in restaurants, it's really making up with breweries recently. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, the, the wine, not so much, but the wine, the, absolutely <laughs> not. No, that, no, the, that, wine, you, the wine, the wine, no, no. You like wine. that? You like that wild ass rhubarb wine? <laughs> no, it's terrible. Oh, that's so awful. Terrible film. We're we're losing all of our sponsors. They're sponsor us next week. <laughs> Damn it! But but, they, but there there is there is this really great uh, craft beer scene popping up around Rapid and, and yeah the hills and there's now there's now three or four local breweries that uh, are not just good they're excellent you know but really, that's great really really good. And you know, from, I, I, from someone that appreciates craft beer, uh, you you know you, uh, that 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 
a compliment doesn't come undeserved, you know? Well, it, it, it's changed so much. I mean, like I've, I probably said on here before, but when I grew up, there was like three beers there. Right. And I they were terrible. And then I then I came like out here to uh, Minneapolis and I was like, oh, I guess I do like beer. I didn't know I liked beer, but I didn't like it. The beers they and, had. And there's so many um, craft. I mean, everywhere, definitely in the Twin Cities, there's tons and tons of breweries here. Brew and pubs. I just have to think that um, it must be taking uh, a toll on the mass market stuff by now. Oh, for oh, sure. Because, you for know, sure. people can can only drink so much, right? Says two Vespers, John. <laughs> they try. <laughs> but but how, how many people are, are not buying even stuff like, you know, Sam Adams or other things that are not not Coors Light, but they're also not craft. I mean, that that all those outfits seem seems like they would be uh, suffering a little bit. I, I think so. I think people are more inclined to try these these other beers that are not Coors Light and you know Bud, Budweiser and stuff. And screw that! I'm drinking a Hams. Hams a bit refreshing. Hams. And they realize that there's flavor in beer, and it's out there, and it's so accessible now. You go to any any bar downtown in Rapid City now, and for sure they've got they've got something on on a tap that's from one of the local breweries. Yeah. And, and that's the best part is that the the local business entre- entrepreneur people are 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 definitely doing well with this, and that's great. Yeah, they're support they're supporting it, and uh, uh, I think they realize that it's 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 good. It's a good thing all around, you know. And, and that, of course, it always carries over to other spirits. Um, obviously, whiskey, which we've talked about, but also even things like cider. There's a lot of craft cider outfits now around, and get, and I, I'm a fan of cider. And it used to be that you could get like one or two kinds, and they were really super sweet. Like a woodpecker was the one I always remember being able to oh, find around here years yeah. and years ago, and it was it it was just really syrupy sweet. Right, and the stuff now is nothing like that at all. Right, yeah. I mean, gr- growing up in England, cider is very popular. I mean, you, you go to mm-hmm. any pub and they have a cider on tap of some description, and it tends to be drier, not like those sweet woodpeckers. <laughs> By the way, Paul is a, a longtime listener, and uh, now he's a guest. And and if you would like to be a guest on the show, you have to listen to at least seven episodes, and then. <laughs> And then you will, and then you can be a guest too. We're, eventually, everyone that listens to us will be a guest. But that is—we're not saying we, we only. We we also brought you on because you're interesting. Oh, I one am. thing. Okay. One one thing I was going to ask you before. We, one thing I was going to ask you before we get to what what we're what we're drinking, is um, back when we don't usually get in politics here, but um, yeah, back when back when Trump got elected, you probably got a lot of crap from across the pond. About our president, didn't you? Well, I, I try, especially with with work, I try not to engage in any kind of political conversations outside of my marriage. That's kind of my that that, that that's kind you're of very my, good. You're very good at it. I, I, I especially on any kind of public forums. You know, I watch these people having these political debates. Uh, on social media, and they're just not very productive, are they? No. And and that's and, understatement. <laughs> I mean, and I've I've really, especially with our polarized politics, is right now, and obviously working for a, 
for a public official, I, 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 I just, I just don't get into it with people. Phil about that stuff. But, but I mean, you, don't you, get me wrong. I, I have opinions. I really do. But, but I, I, well, I, I, I try not to share them with people. I, I think you're very good at that on on yeah. social media, and I applaud that. But I guess, I guess, but now I, you would have had if you would have if they would have teased you earlier or whatever, you could have had a chance now to kind of zing them back because they got their own Trump. I think that's pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, it's like a mini Trump. Yeah. Trump's very uh, positive about his appointment. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I guess I, 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 I try to, I listen to the BBC sometimes and I, sometimes I can't quite understand what they're saying, but it says something about the Boris was going to ask the queen to order parliament to wear suspenders. She approved that. <laughs> Sounds reasonable, doesn't it? <clears throat> no, I, I misunderstood something. Yeah. So what are you drinking? What am I drinking today? I have a hazy IPA. Yeah, it's, hazy. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, called Juicifer. Like, <laughs> and it's uh, it's actually from New Belgium out of uh, Colorado, New Belgium Brewery. <clears throat> sure. IPAs were not something that I was particularly fond of up until about a year ago when I drank just... I don't know why I had it, but someone gave me a, a new. It was that was New Belgium as well. It was a juicy haze IPA, and it, I just thought it was delicious, and I kind of got a taste for it. And that's kind of my go-to right now: those <coughs> juicy, fruity, citrusy. Well, see, uh, now we we just talked IPAs. about that. We just talked about that the hazy the hazy thing in the last episode, which hasn't even oh, started being edited out. yet. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so that's really funny. Yeah, I was. Yeah. We were just talking about that trend. So. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, and, and I really like it. There's. It's actually not as good uh, as one we have locally. Uh, there's a local brewery here, Lost Cabin, which produce fantastic beers, and they have one that, uh, in their Woodshop series, uh, which is which is another hazy IPA, which is which is great. But yeah, that's 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 kind of my go-to right now, and uh, uh, yeah, so that, that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking, Phil? Me. Yeah. Oh well, I uh, <laughs> I'm mostly oh. drinking a Verner's ginger ale, but I I do have a, something on on. I'm going to try something different here. Um, I'm taking it up a notch for the show. It's something we've never had on here before. It's a uh, Seagram's Escape uh, Bahama Mama, orange and pineapple flavors. No, are you <laughs> fucking kidding? <laughs> Come on. Well, are you really drinking one of those? We have I, maybe we talked about wine coolers on the Eric episode. But no, okay. In, in my defense, in my defense, th- these were left here. <laughs> these were left here by my, my one of my sister in laws visited, and I, I thought I, I I was I had a, I, I I thought well I'll try it. So so here it goes. Okay. <laughs> All right, Bahama Mama, indeed. <laughs> oh, I love a Bahama. No, I can't say that. All right, so yeah, uh, it, it's it's fruity. <laughs> was it was it fruity? Yeah, yeah. What did they used to call those premium malt beverages? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, they're not even calling them wine coolers anymore. It's just no. What is it? 
What did they call well, it? Well, wine coolers never really had wine in them, I don't think. Even. Flavored beer, it says. They, yeah, they were just some weird bastard beer thing. That oh, this is terrible. This is awful. Yeah. I was exaggerating earlier a little. But anyway. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I might not finish that one. Anyway. Uh, That's good. And you, John? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. be really boring. Um, I should have went I'm last. I'm drinking a, a Manhattan. Oh, well, what kind of whiskey? With uh, uh, double rye. It's, well. I think I've had it on you before, but I, I, have, I don't think I have anything new in the house. So, Although I did finally get some more uh, filthy cherries. Oh. I talked about those. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about them, but I tried to make some. Filthy it did, brand it didn't cocktail work. cherries. What makes a cherry filthy? I don't. Well, <laughs> apparently they don't have to be refrigerated, so that must tell you something. Wow. <laughs> um, they are my favorite of the the fancy non-maraschino flavor cherries. I, they're, they're just like, they're soaked in booze, right? They've got some, yeah, something in them to keep them. So that's their um, filthy property is that they're Yeah, that's the brand. brand. And they're unwashed. Right. Oh, uh, okay. okay. They, they make uh, probably onions and little the little Gibson onions and olives and all that stuff. Filthy onions. Uh, but they're, they're really good, though. They, 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 if you've ever heard of this uh, brand called Luxardo, I think it's called. <laughs> Comes in a, a, a bright yellow container so does john uh, they're italian they're they're kind of one of the old very fancy uh manhattan cherries and they they're the thing about them is that they are really they're 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 almost too mushy <laughs> like I, there's something weird about it but they, they have a really rich flavor but but they're the the texture on them is just weird and these these uh other ones are a little bit like that but they're they're a little more tart they're just mm. a really good cherry. And also the the name, it sounds like somebody, something you'd make fun of somebody in, in Italy. Oh, it's it's like, hey, Luxardo. You know, I don't know. Luxardo. Buongiorno. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, that's. Uh... Well, I tried to make. So the sister-in-law has left some uh, Phillips vodka also. <laughs> and uh, so I thought I would try to Ooh. infuse um, no, cherries. By. Na- na- by uh... <laughs> Um, oh, our local they? congressman's company, yeah, yeah, Dean Phillips. Dean Phillips, Phillips, uh, yeah, they make a lot of really. Well, they make some good stuff too, but they make a lot of bottom shelf swill. Well, that's yeah, but so I anyway. So this, uh, I I thought I'd put some cherries in there and uh, make some oh, I, okay. dirty cherries or whatever, filthy, filthy, disgusting. Phil's filthy, disgusting. Uh, mossy filthy infusion (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know i don't think it worked it was uh i I used dried cherries and they they soaked up the vodka really good but it was a little medicinal did you add any did you add any bahama mama (laughs) (laughs) imagine the reaction to that i i think that the Mm. problem with anything cherry with booze is that it crosses the the line over to cough syrup really really quickly mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. i'm saving it and for the so, winter so you you just really have to be careful with that i i i, I agree I, when i when i have a fruity flavor in a cocktail i prefer it to be citrusy for that very reason yes i prefer i prefer a, i prefer a citrus based cocktail if it's going to have any kind of fruit infusion uh because of that very reason yeah and and i've been trying to get out of buying the 
the bright red maraschino cherries. I don't know. There's there's got to be something in there in there that will kill you. <laughs> what well, like for instance for instance with an old fashioned, which is which is you know right. very very simple flavors and traditionally cherries are used in there. I prefer a cherry not to be used and just have a slice of orange with an old fashioned. I think orange alone is great in those. Yeah. In fact, um, yeah. way prefer. Yeah, the, the uh, less is more. I think in an yep. old fashioned. Agreed. Yeah, I've had way too many uh, uh, fruit cocktail. Yeah, <laughs> especially when they when they when they model the cherries in the bottom, and it's and it's uh-huh. all you can taste is the cherry. Yeah, I mean you're supposed to taste the whiskey, right? Or, or some if you're in Wisconsin, I guess they use brandy, but <laughs> that's that, that's weird. They do. But, um, you're supposed to taste the the liquor, and may, maybe that's for people who don't like the taste of alcohol. Yeah, so, or for kids. Kids. It's not, <laughs> not just for adults anymore. It's like the Roy Rogers, but kind of kicked up a notch. What's a Roy Rogers? Oh, you you never hung out with a, a friend's alcoholic parent at the VW? No, this this was. I um, forget what 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 <laughs> is it like the Shirley Temple? Uh, yeah, it's just Coke. Okay, it's okay. like cherry Coke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it has maraschino cherries in there. So I kind of have a sort of weird nostalgic association with maraschino cherries so that's fine oh oh i like them don't get me wrong <laughs> <laughs> i just uh, uh on a regular basis try not to eat them uh, although they're uh, these these fancy cherries are so expensive like you the luxardo ones <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think they're like 18 dollars a jar or something like that luxardo crazy See, see now, Phil has just done that voice saying Luxardo. I always thought he edited those voices on top of the thing, but he actually does them in real time. So that's that's a surprise. For me. No, not not it's always. It's a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't always. No, no, no. That's not me. No, um, I don't always do that. I, I I've been working in more live things lately because then I can save time later. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I always figured you put those voices on top of the podcast. I didn't realize you was actually altering your voice during the recording of the I, podcast. I, I don't usually. But, you know, after a couple of Seagram's escapes, Bahama Mamas, <laughs> I'm, Any, I'm all ready. Anything is possible. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll slip into my, uh, well, never mind. I'll slip into something more comfortable. No, I don't know. So speaking of slipping into things, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't need to talk about my colonoscopy. Uh, you, you want to talk? You want to talk about smoking or colonoscopies? <laughs> I think that segues best into Phil's, Phil's colonoscopy. Well, I, I, I mean, it's I, it's I, a very timely topic. Oh, I tell you, I, I, you know, it's it's good to get checked, you, folks. We, you, you, you can abstain. It's okay. It's I it, I just turned fifty, so it's one of those things you got to do. I'm not sure. going to go into detail, but I mean, no. the 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 prep the prepping is the worst. I I get a lot of flack when I when I compare colonoscopy prep with my mom, who, who no. I think has had a, a million of them or something. Oh, well, God bless her. But does, yeah, does I, it get I, easier? Yeah, you're at a dinner party and people don't want to hear about colonoscopy prep. <laughs> or, or or maybe even a podcast. Have you heard? I have a podcast. <laughs> See, John's now slipping into voices in the middle too. <laughs> Feeling inadequate. Oh, I like that voice. 
I think it's gonna be come back at the end of this episode with a beat. <laughs> That's my hipster podcaster voice. It was it was a little creepy though. It made me uncomfortable. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like gonna touch show. me inappropriately. All right. Well, okay. speaking of well, speaking of that, let's move on to briskets. No. Brisket. This se- the no. segues are terrible tonight, John. See, we're all off our game for various reasons. <laughs> I, I have, I have, I have an excuse. I've been yeah, fasting. You I, Paul, you, you've, you've gotten much more into. Gr- I mean, gr- calling it grilling isn't really fair because you're smoking. It's such a generic term. Yeah, in, in fact, it's it's not grilling at all. I mean, I, I do. I I have a grill and I have a smoker, which are two separate, two separate things. But I've, yeah, I've really got into using my smoker quite a bit. Which, I've seen, which I've I seen love, the pictures. Hence the barbecue snobbery I've, I've now mm-hmm. got. <laughs> well, you can't buy it around there. You might but as well figure it out. Barbecue is a great thing to be snobbish about, I think. Oh, it can yeah, be so good. For sure. For sure it is. And uh, uh, it's really, the thing about barbecue is it's so simple. As long as you've got the right equipment, anybody can do it. It's an egalitarian you gotta get this. You got to get the rub just right and you got to get the... The, you heat, know, the heat right you can, buy, you can buy all those rubs and you can get all the instructions off the internet very very simply as long as you as long as you buy the right cut of, cut of meat the right rub and follow the instructions that are out there you can you can have some r- guys i have got a work call that i have to take hey uh pal this is ed over here on uh, i-90 and i am over i'm over by kaduka and um, something happened with, uh, well, uh, my vehicle. It uh, it uh, completely, completely imploded. Basically, I've I've entered sort of this other dimension. And um, I'm wondering if you could. I I think what needs to happen is you need to send like a rope through this little portal thing over there in, in, in Murdo and connect Murdo and, and uh, Wall and Kadoka uh, and make this kind of a triangle and what what you have to do is um, well I need out of here I'm in I'm in another kind of dimension thing and it, it's it's icky it's, I'm not, I feel like I'm covered in tar but, uh, okay. Uh, okay, thanks, Paul. Hey, guys, I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> on, on call, Paul. Yeah. Okay. Better call, Paul. <laughs> better thing. call, Paul. Better call, Paul, yes. I don't know which jurisdiction this is in. You better call, Paul. Yeah. Hey, Paul, I, I just like to call Paul in the middle of the night. His voice is so soothing, and it helps me get to sleep at night. I think that's what happens sometimes. I bet. Well, no, people get lonely out there on the highway, and... <laughs> well, you're not in the state patrol, I guess, but no. they do have those cool hats. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he's not a smoky. Smoking <laughs> <laughs> the bear, Smoky and the bandit, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I, I watched that recently. Oh, you what did? was smoking smoking the bear? <laughs> That's something different. DJ and the bear. <laughs> yeah, I combine. Let's combine smoky, smoky and the bear, smoky the bear. All three of them. God. Now that would be an animated special. Huh. Oh, Hanna Barbera could do no, it or no. something. A, a sheriff versus Smokey the Bear movie. 
Oh, oh. Big Dick Biscuit? No, that's that's Yogi. Oh, Yogi Bear. Yeah. Oh God, movies. Yogi Bear. Boo boo. Dick This is terrible. Ooh. Um, we were talking about uh, <laughs> so smoking. Yeah, I guess I, I guess my talking point about is smoking. My point is with smoking is that is that if you have the right equipment, the right cut of meat, and the right rug, you can you can churn out barbecue that's that's much better than you than you're gonna dream of getting at your local stores around here. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, works it's for a lot of things. Unusual to find find really good barbecue. It's it's really unusual yeah, to get and, and get to get a good the rub. Places that that have the smokers out in the parking lot or something like that, which is not that different from what you do at home, probably. Absolutely, I mean, in the backyard. Yeah. There's 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 so many good there's so much good information, so many good recipes and theories and methods uh, to to smoke different meat now, which is so accessible with the internet. I mean, it's been great. Uh, like, whether it's a pork shoulder, ribs. Different types of beef, chickens. What about buffalo? Get yeah, a buffalo. You know, it's too. It's know, too. It's, it's just too. Uh, you'd have to. It's not fatty enough, is it? It's so expensive as well. Honestly, oh, yeah. you can just buffalo. go get your own in Custer. Just get. <laughs> <laughs> I would caution you against that. <laughs> what you do is you go out there and I do you, not you, condone. <laughs> just get get out of your car and you yeah. hit them up. You hit them upside oh, the head man. with a two by four. And, and and they and they give you a waiver to sign when you drive in. <laughs> I, every summer, I don't think I've been here one summer where there hasn't been a video online of somebody approaching one of the buffalo in custom. Oh, that drives and, me crazy. And something stupid happening. Yeah, some jackass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they have the, they have those too. But you can feed you, you can feed those. Well, what's your so, so, what's your favorite um, cut of meat? Do you have a well, favorite? Yeah, right now I do. Right now, uh, pecana. Is my favorite cut of meat. Now, if ever you go to Brazilian steakhouse, that's what they're probably serving you up. It's uh, like beef top sirloin, uh-huh. and and you you cook it to a medium rare, and you slice it, and it's just it's just wonderful. And I've got a few different rubs that I use with the with the pecan. I have a really good kind of chili espresso rub that I like to use with it. Ooh, nice. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, so I'd say the peca- the pecana cut of beef is my favorite right now. You know, a lot of people think that they're burning the forests down there in Brazil for just to make more room for ranching, but actually they're they're actually smoking the cattle right now as we speak in the Amazon. Yeah, yeah, it's it's live smoking. Jacama, pecana, pecana with a p, pecana like piranha. Yeah, with a, with a ch instead. Pecana. Okay, and that's a cut of meat, also. Interesting, because I think there's a. I think I yeah. just had a drink called that. I think did we talk about that in episode twenty seven? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm losing um, track. Yeah, I'm losing track too. So, Paul, do you have you have a dedicated like wood smoker? Device, so right? yeah, I have a I have a Rectech bull, and it and it uses wood pellets. Mm-hmm. So with that. Uh, it's, it's kind of foolproof, really. You, you buy these, so I buy rather than trying to figure out what what wood is going to work best with with what meat. I, I buy a blended wood, uh, which has hickory, a couple of other woods in it, and, and, and some fruit as well. And that kind of works. That kind of works all across the, the board when you when you buy a blend. 
so I can use that wood with any any kind of chicken, beef, pork. It, it, it just works. And you literally put that those wood pellets in the hopper. I set I set the uh, smoker to the temperature I want. I have probes for the meat, which will tell me what 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 it's at. I can change the temperature on my phone, so it's kind of it's kind of neat. It's it's, it's got it's got a few. Why don't gadgets. you have like, one of those, John? You, you know, actually, it's so funny that. Um, uh, 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 one of our other guests, uh, Matthew P, <laughs> also got a, a device like this, and he says it has Wi-Fi stuff on it. Yeah, like today, I smoked yeah. a pork shoulder. I put a pork shoulder in at six o'clock this morning. I was able to mm. con- control the temperature at work. Uh, <laughs> you know, on my phone. Yeah, that's. See, what the, I mean, see, you can do it with an Instapot. Why not with yeah, with and, that? And see where it's at. And uh, uh, you know, and I came home tonight, and then I pulled the pork and. Uh, serve the serve the girls up uh, pulled pork sandwiches. For, for I, I was going to ask you who in your household actually eats this stuff because Everybody. I know my sister doesn't eat. Well, that's that. See, that, she has that reputation. She cooks a, lots of food but does not actually eat. That's see, she she does eat. She just doesn't eat certain things. So she eat, she eat all the, all the meat that gets smoked. She eats that. So really, what, yes, yes. She she what she will not eat is the bread. The pasta, so no uh, carbs. Yeah, she. I mean, she's, she's. Mm-hmm. I would say she. She's kind of got like a keto diet going on. <laughs> My um, stepdaughter and her boyfriend are on that right now too. Yeah, and, and I, I don't yeah, think it's a trendy thing. I think, and she doesn't adhere to it unless margaritas are on the keto diet. Then <laughs> 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 it's not something that she's adhering to. Probably but, not. But well, she, maybe you can make with chicken broth or something. But she, she uh, chicken broth margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> You've had too much colonoscopy prep. <laughs> you know. I I should not be drinking a Seagram's uh, Escape on an empty stomach. No, my stomach isn't empty as we speak, but it, it was until recently. No, I, I mean, you should should have got to eat by now, right, Phil? No, I I have I've eaten. Yeah, yes. but it, it's going to take a while for it to, you know, <laughs> move on down. <laughs> when a Bahama Mama is instant, <laughs> I, it's instant instant pot. <laughs> It's it's yeah you you got instant crap yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We've descended into toilet humor. So so Paul, you've lived in all over the world and and uh, and Rapid City. Yeah, I've been, I, hey, I've been pretty fortunate. I've been pretty fortunate with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, where 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 are some places? Where like your top three or something? Well, Cyprus was one of my favorite places. Uh-huh. I lived in, on the on the Greek side of Cyprus for a couple of years. That's the uh, best side. Uh, well, saying that, I also lived in Turkey for a while because there's thirty percent of the island is occupied by Turkey, sure. and I, I actually lived in Turkey for two years on the Aegean coast, and, and that that is a beautiful place, and the people there are beautiful, and the culture is wonderful, and the food is amazing. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I don't have anything against Turkey because I, I love that place, but but the, the the Greek side of Cyprus was where I lived, and and I've, I I was very fond of that. Close to that was Mallorca, one of the Balearic Islands off the coast of Spain. Cool. That was that was that was one of my favorite places that I stayed, and then and then potentially what would I say number three? Number three probably was uh, Gran Canaria, uh, Canary Island off the coast of North Africa, which is a Spanish Spanish owned island. Cool. Yeah. I I didn't know you had been to that many places. That that's really great. Yeah. 
or, or and not been there, but actually stayed there for yeah, a period I, of time. And there, there were a lot more places amongst them. I mean, that was some of my favorites. I, it was like seven or eight years. I worked for a company called Thomas Cook, which is a big, big tour operator in the UK. And I just started as being a representative in one of those countries that used to sell tours and take people on excursions and meet them at the airport and, and, and keep work. and keep uh, wealthy widows company. Oh, I don't know about. It. I think you're mix, mixing up with escort services. But, but. Well, I don't know. Maybe you escorted someone to the the bar. This, this is a long time ago. Just oh. So, so I did that, but then you know, by the end, it was kind of a serious job because I was managing these resorts and negotiating contracts in hotels and, oh, geez. and such and. Uh, yeah, but it was it was a great time, and it was it was definitely uh, very beneficial to me uh, living in all those different cultures and uh, amongst those different people and experiencing all those things. And you know, I lived in a lot of different Greek islands. I lived on mainland Spain for a little while, different Spanish islands, uh, and, and Turkey was a Turkey was a wonderful experience as well. Yeah. yeah. All right. That, that's great to especially get that stuff out of the way, or you know, when you're younger. And, and yeah, you know, and yeah, you know, no, seriously, it, that's it, the way it, it works, right? You can't globe really, as much with it, kids. It really prepared <laughs> me well for a career, you know, in public service and dealing with different cultures, different ways of thinking, and, and, and wealthy and, and widows. It, it's, and it's, <laughs> it's been very <laughs> beneficial to me, you know, it's for sure. I I've noticed you like saying that. "sure" a little differently than uh, than you used to. Well, here's what I'm going to say. I'm, this is the diluted drive-through accent I now have. Oh, you it have does, to. It, it doesn't. They won't get your order right if you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, I don't. This accent doesn't belong anywhere now, Phil. It belongs somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, because if As I talk, Paul's a citizen of the world. Well, it, I, I, I talk to people back in the UK and, and they make fun of how I talk. And I talk to people in Rapid City and they make fun of how I talk. So yes. it's kind of a, it's just, just a lose-lose situation. with that. An accent with no country. And the majority of people think I'm Australian. So around here they do anyway. Oh, fact, sure. I, what an insult. In fact, in, in fact, I've even been mistaken from someone from North Dakota. <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> so, so I'll tell you this. Um, Elizabeth and I have been to Deadwood one weekend. And and we've been up in Deadwood and we, we're traveling back and we stopped at a gas station somewhere between Rapid and Deadwood. And I've gone into the gas station and bought something. And I just started chatting with the clerk, you know, just being friendly. And we're just, just kind of chatting. And she turned around to me and she says, uh, so, so you're not from around here, are you? I said, no, no. She said, you're from North Dakota, right? <laughs> and I didn't quite know how to answer this lady, so I just said, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, sometimes you just <laughs> nod your head and move along. And I I'm from North out. Wales, but but no. but I do I do use that occasionally since since that conversation because that's quite a while back. Sometimes when people ask me where I'm from, uh, since that conversation, I do tell them that I'm from North Dakota. <laughs> and they're like, "What? I thought you was Australian." <laughs> <laughs> yes, in North Dakota, they also say, "Good day, mate." Yeah, I kind of figure if you mix South Dakota, Rapid City with London, England, you get Australia. I I guess I could kind of, 
I don't know. You let's just say you could pull off an Australian accent if you worked on it a little bit. You know, and mm. maybe 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 they'll redo Crocodile Dundee pretty soon, and you can get a job on there. I don't know. They'll film it in South Dakota, and I hope they never remake that movie. It was a terrible movie. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it did not age well. Maybe that, they'll that, do that a live movie action was, movie of it. It was so I, bad. It was so. They're remaking so everything bad. else. Speaking of remakes, let's talk about Disney. Uh, <laughs> yes, that, no, that, see, that is, I'm on see, the Segway train. Today, I tell you so. what, that was that was up there with the. <laughs> Let's slip into the colonoscopy segue. That was good. That still hurts. What, the colonoscopy? No, <laughs> slipping into that. The segue hurt. No, the prep, the prep and talking about it afterwards are worse than the I'm actual sorry, procedure. Let, 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 let's get away with... with Away from Phil's colon health, and let's get back to uh, <laughs> Disney churning out these live-action remakes for, for oh, some, I, some money. I think, that, I think that's so... Or, or, Di- or Disney World, since you were just there. Yeah, well, we're big fans of Disney World, for sure. Carousel sure. of Progress Super is one of your favorite rides. Yeah. And uh, Snitch's Wild Ride, I think you like. Snitch. Is that... <laughs> Snitch. <laughs> He's, he, Snitch is not a Disney property, I don't think. Is yeah, it? That, it was that Kahuna, or no, I don't know. What was the name of that movie? Kahuna Matata. Kahuna Matata? The Lion King. No. So, there was. So, yeah, we are, Elizabeth as well, we are big Disney fans. Big Disney fans. Now, I appreciate that that company is a money making machine and they churn out some stuff just purely for that purpose. But. But I will say, vacationing in Walt Disney World brings 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 me and my family a lot of joy. It's a great place. Well, I can tell you guys, you love it. Well, the, we have all we have the pictures so much, and stuff. We have so much fun there. And, and what's happened over the years is that is that that company has has acquired these properties that that I loved even more than I like Disney. Like for instance, Star Wars. Sure. Yes, the big one. The big one. So the acquisition of Star Wars with Disney for me was huge because I was a big, always have been, always will be a big Star Wars fan. So for the company uh, to to go out and, and buy Star Wars was great news for me because I knew <laughs> I knew they would put it in their theme parks. They had to put it in their theme parks. Oh yeah, the pictures are incredible. Well, we just got back from the actually opens to the public uh, tomorrow. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It's already open in California, but the one in Orlando that we visited uh, last week, uh, it opens to the public tomorrow. We had a special. Pre- we went to a special preview event because we go there so much. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're so, insiders, yeah. Well, well, we we we, we have uh, annual passes. So basically, if you if you visit the theme parks more than once a year, it's because because of the high cost, it's actually worth getting an annual pass. Because the cost of two tickets, uh, oh yeah, two, two sets of tickets to go is 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 more than what an annual pass would be. And if you have an annual pass, you qualify for a whole bunch of discounts and all that good stuff. So on, on accommodation and, and food and sneak preview. So we got to see Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and man, as a Star Wars fan, that place was amazing. <laughs> amazing. Oh. What what was the best thing in it? Do you think so? What well, the best thing in it? I hear is not even open yet. So they've got a, they've got this this ride called Rise of the Resistance. That's not that's not open yet, and we didn't get to see that unfortunately. Mm. That won't be open until December. But for me, it wasn't actually. We got to 
to to pilot the Millennium Falcon, which was pretty cool. But <laughs> but but for me, uh, that wasn't the best part of it. The best part of it was was just being in it and seeing how immersive this land they've created is. Because what they did, they didn't make it part of the movies. So they've made it. It's a planet. So this storytelling says it's a planet called Batu, and it's Black Spire Outpost. This place at the edge of the galaxy where where smugglers and such hang out and the resistance have just arrived. So it's got all its own stories uh, and its and its own characters. And, uh, cool. But, it's, it, it, but it plays out in the Star Wars universe. Like there's a cantina there where you can buy uh, Star Wars-themed cocktails and there's restaurants there that's, <laughs> that's, that have menu items that are based from the planet you're on. Uh, you can buy, you know, drinks, alcoholic, non-alcoholic, all, all all from all from the planet, and, and there's lots of places <laughs> like that. There's there's a, a marketplace where you can uh, buy merchandise, of course, because Disney needs to make their money. But it's <laughs> it's really cool. There's there's a place where you can go build lightsabers, or you can go build droids, and uh, oh. yeah, it's 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 very very neat. And as as a Star Wars fan, as a theme park fan, it's very very satisfying to go to go to something like that and and, and see that. Uh, be be part of that kind of story is is really neat, really neat. Just from the pictures or whatever, it seems like kind of that. I don't know. It seems a little Westworldian to me, or, or uh, yeah. what was whatever the future world or something. But except except Star Wars version. But they don't have robots everywhere. It's, no. it's pe- people dressed up. No, they're droids. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. yeah, and and uh, and Disney have have what they call their cast members. Uh, so the people that work in in the lands are given their own stories and backstory. So every every person that you want to that you come in contact with actually has a backstory. Oh wow! I wonder if they get if it's like the old role playing days, uh, John, where you can roll your character, wow. your Star Wars character, and maybe they they probably don't let you come up with your own name. They wouldn't let me, I'm sure. No, they know better <laughs> than that. I think. What would your Star Wars name be? Junk tonk sunk. Big block lift. You brought all. Yeah, you got you gotta just do this pseudo job of the hut. So So this place actually had its own language and they give you and there's a bunch oh my of God. And, and, all, and, all, and all the signs are in this language and wow. they give you they, and they get they give you a key. When you go into the world of, of you know this letter is this and this letter is that and you you can decipher it and you can you, have, you can cool. have an app on you can have an app on your phone which will translate for you and yeah it's is very immersive it's very and, and they did a really great job as well with Pandora uh, when they built Pandora over at the Animal Kingdom Walt Disney did an make and that movie's not even that great you know but what <laughs> they did what they did was they took a not so great movie. And turned it into this amazing world in one of their parks, and yeah. they have a ride over there called Flight of Passage, which is one of the most amazing things I've ever ridden. I mean, you you feel like you're riding an animal flying through the sky, and you're seeing things and hearing music and feeling things. And I, I, the first time we rode it, I got off, I turned to Elizabeth, and Elizabeth was crying. Yeah, I mean that, that that's how that's how amazing this ride was. Wow. 
That stuff's gotten so sophisticated. It really, it, it, really, it really has. So, so one and one of the reasons we go back time after time is is not just not just for these rides. It's they have these amazing theme resorts. They have, and, and like I told you guys, I've worked in the tourism industry for years. They have the best customer service I've ever encountered anywhere yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. Cool. I mean, it just is the best customer service I've ever experienced. And they now have this emerging food and wine scene with these amazing restaurants and fantastic wow. lounges and great drinks. I mean, they have food and wine festivals. They have Michelin-style restaurants on property. Uh, I mean, wow. it's it's it's... It's so much more now than just theme parks. I mean, don't get me wrong. We love the theme parks. We love, we love all the movies that are attached. You know, we're big Marvel fans as well, and Star Wars fans. Yeah, so all, all that's that too. All that's integrated. So, 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 don't get me wrong. There, there is that side of it. But then you, you have these, these immersive themed resorts with the best customer service you're ever going to get anywhere, uh, coupled with all these amazing restaurants and, and, and bars and stuff. So. It's it's very difficult. Don't get me wrong. It's we we want to see different places and go to different places, but we we get drawn back there because of those things. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things. Disney has always been really good at these things, I think. But they um, they they always seem to be just a step ahead, and they yeah. they go a little further than the rest of them do. Although you have to admit that the that there's enough competition out there to keep them. Uh, Keep oh them, yeah, you know, working really because I mean Universal is obviously their biggest competitor, if there is one, and you know I from what I've heard they're they're still really quite good, but Disney just seems to go a little further with these things, and it's not it's not just because they own all the properties as far as the IP goes, you know the intellectual property. Yeah, it's that it's partially that, but the, just their uh, attention to detail and like you said, they obviously. Do do a little bit more with the customer service and the 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 experience of the whole. Well, thing. okay, now wait, now seems, seems to be just a little little higher. I I went to Disney World when I was like, ten or something, and uh, so this was quite a while ago, and it was different. But even back then, I remember we were on some kind of a train ride in the Wild West or something, and they had all these weird little details, like uh, there was a rattlesnake on a, sc- a stump that was like, you know, and, and not everyone saw that. I don't know. It was just kind of cool that you look around and you might see something that, you know, I guess you'd have to ride the ride more than uh, several times to to catch everything. It was, it was pretty cool, even back then. But the food wasn't good. I remember the, we had some French fries that were terrible. And I, I think that's something that has really changed over the years. Yeah, and that, that's, that's, that's changed recently. That's, that's a recent change. I would say that's a last 10 years change. I think they've always had restaurants, but they've really upped their food and beverage uh, department, and, and that's that's really a big, big focus and obviously a big moneymaker for them. But, but, you know, if it's good, people will pay the money. I mean, I certainly will. I, I, yeah, I've been and, wanting to go see that Animal Kingdom. That sounded cool. Animal Kingdom is actually our family's favorite park. Yeah, we, that, we, that you know, And... and not for the zoo element because we're not too keen on on that. Even though they do a lot of conservation stuff, uh, yeah. Because I'm not I'm not that keen, but but because of the theming in that park and and, and the rides, they have amazing restaurants there uh, and some really great lounges. And plus, they have they have Pandora there as well. That that's probably our favorite park of uh, uh, of all of them. But 
you know, going back to the, the Universal with the IP thing. So, so Universal have some great IPs. You know, they have Jurassic Park. They have uh, Harry Potter, for instance. Yeah, Harry Potter's that. You know, which is which which, which yeah. is a oh, huge Harry one. Potter World or whatever and, they call it. What's and that? They, and they do great. Uh, probably Harry Potter World, I think. <laughs> 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 but, but but they they uh, they do I they don't do like the name. great they do great stuff in their parks with their rides and uh, and the theming, but. They don't have that next level. There's there's an extra step that Disney has. They, you know, even though the rides are great and they've got some great IPs, it's not quite as good as Disney. And we like going to Universal. Yep. We do. We like to ride the rides and see that stuff. But but we'd much rather be in Disney because they have that all. Like I say, that extra customer service, the better restaurants, uh, the better resorts. And they 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 go. They part of the of their strategy of course it's like you said it's it's the cash register but they they want to keep you absolutely on, in the in their environment for the longest period of time so they're they're going to become the the complete solution if you well will. and i have a funny feeling with that key they gave you into the star wars world is i i bet they didn't have a price translator did they <laughs> no but well <laughs> no. No, you know it's it it's in it's in cold hard dollars. Everything. Oh, I, I thought I thought maybe they say, "Eh, Yeah, and there's there's, there's the some good part. there's yeah. some good ways to budget for it. Like one of the things we like doing is actually paying for a dining plan, so we're not actually looking at you. You kind of pay an all inclusive price before you go. That makes right. sense. Which which you know probably isn't as economically. Uh, advantageous as you'd want it to be, but you but don't have to think about it. <laughs> ex- exactly, you, you know, because you can actually walk in the park. They give you what this thing they call magic band, and that will get you on the rides, get you in the park. You can just scan that when you want a food, want some food or something, some drink, and or a free just, colonoscopy, or, or, or you know, yeah, some some prep. You hey, know. Bill, <laughs> it's a song of the South Ride. No, that's no. Hey, I, I, I think that so, Paul. I assume "Song of the South" is still represented on the uh, the log ride, right? Yeah, splash, so splash, splash mountain, mountain, yeah, splash mountain, and, and and "Song of the South" the movie. It does the, live the, on the, the Disney. The I'm glad Dis- it's still there. Well, I mean, I, it's terrible, but that that ride is wonderful, though. I mean, I, yeah, I, I do remember that being great. Uncle Remus is not mentioned in that ride. Yeah, or the or, or the Tar Baby. <laughs> oh, oh no god it's nearly as bad as holiday inn <laughs> oh yeah no, the, the, yes which, which uh somebody in my family just posted about recently did yeah. they okay I think yeah they did. I think somebody they saw that. Yeah. megan did i don't know why I but she's holiday that. inn well it's it's the uh, Knowles' favorite family christmas holiday movie but it has yeah, you know, this, every holiday, this, the the infamous scene in it that oh, <laughs> the blackface number yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that, that prevents it from being checked. Because if that scene wasn't in that movie, that would be on all the networks all the time. Well, Just apparently, as, it, it, that that whole area it, thing is cut when it's shown on TV. I've never seen it on TV. Has it ever been on yeah. TV? Well, maybe they, they have a they have a colorized I, version. <laughs> Talking of movies, here's my segue. So I'm saying, I'm saying, hey, like that. while we're on the subject of movies, it was better than mine. I saw a movie recently. Speaking of I rubs, was... I had a rub recently. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I so I have, I subscribe to the uh, AMC A list, so I go to the movie theater quite a lot. So, and because I love movies, I like to watch a lot of movies, but I saw a movie recently, and I'm, I'm wondering if any of you guys have seen it uh, that I just can't stop thinking about, which was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
I oh, did see it actually. Did you? Okay, you guys talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't. I, I haven't I'm, seen it yet. We uh, one of the places near us uh, ran it in thirty-five millimeter, which uh, for that mo- particular movie I thought was really worth seeking out, uh, since it was shot on film and Tarantino is a big you know, analog kind of guy, right. all that. But and um, yeah, I. I Generally, really liked it. Um, I I kind of don't want to get into the ending of it. No, for, you can't. Phil hasn't seen it. No, you can't. You, you can't. No. It it might be my second favorite of his films that I have seen. Here's something I'm going to tell you, John. I went back and watched in the last couple of weeks after watching mm-hmm. that because I enjoyed it so much. Right. Uh, I went back. I watched Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, and Inglorious mm-hmm. Bastards, which were my top three Tarantino movies prior to that. Sure, and I place it as number two now. Wow! Yeah, I what place was it as number one. I can believe that. I, I I think it was for for whatever reason, it didn't go to to, to some of the eye rolling extreme things that he likes to do in his movies, and it was more restrained. Were, were <laughs> it is you know believe it or not, it it is a little bit more restrained. Well, and yeah, it, it, it's kind of this. Uh, it's like a um, hangout movie. It, it is, and the people you know the the two leads. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are, are just so fun. And Luxardo. And Luxardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, and the thing is, it, it's not just that, but also that the the it's 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 a little bit like a Disney park in that the attention to detail is so good. That, it's that, great. That, you know that nineteen early nineteen seventies. Well, yeah, well, maybe right. they should let him have a shot at Star Trek then after all. Oh, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> Not Star Wars. He, I, he, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't do that. <laughs> Should he? I don't know. What do you what do you guys say? I, I don't think I, I do you Star know what I, I got. I haven't watched any of his movies for a while because I was getting a little tired of his. Uh, I don't know. Any of those directors that have a, a very particular um, style that I I really loved for a while. For some reason, I've even Wes no, Anderson. You, you, it's easy. He's easy to get tired of, I think. But and he's gotten into this kind of alternate fantasy history thing. You know, yeah. he obviously started with um, uh, is it Django Unchained? Is that the yeah? Jan- so yeah. Django Unchained. That, that one Django and Glorious Bastards was... are similar in that way. Right, I started and, it. And Inglorious <laughs> Bastards was far superior than Jang- to Django. Oh, Unchained. I think so too. Yeah, far superior. And you know, the hateful eight was not good. I didn't think. Yeah, and I haven't even seen that yet because uh, I, I just... you know don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't hear anything good about it. It no, just sounded unpleasant. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just. I've got nothing positive to say about it. But see, and and I'd re- really am a big fan of those those movies that I re- rewatched. I actually kind of like Jackie Brown and uh, as oh, well. Oh, sure. I'm sure. embarrassed to say I've not seen Jackie Brown because, and people say that's really good too. Yeah, well, it wasn't that that well as well received as some of his other stuff, but I liked it. But uh, yeah. uh, I, like I said, I went back and I watched those other movies. And don't give and, and for me, I'm not sure was your number one Pulp Fiction, John. Oh, if I had to say, it's been years since I've seen it, so yeah, and, probably. And, and, and I rewatched it, and it still is mine. It's, it's still, yeah, especially when you consider what he was doing at that time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that movie must be, what, 20 years old at this point? Yeah, yeah. right. Kind of timeless. That's that's good. I'm glad you uh, um, brought that one up because that, that is one of the few theatrical movies I've seen recently, and it was... It, I'm really glad I saw it in the theater also because it, it just... 
it's so visually interesting and and audibly interesting. I mean, the music yeah, in the yeah. music in that thing is great. Like Neil Neil Diamond's brother loves traveling <laughs> Salvation Show has never sounded so good, and they've got these <laughs> and they've and they've got these they've got these other tracks going on like uh, that Lost Bravos track. Uh, yeah. where when Brad Pitt is driving, which was amazing, and and another thing about that movie, the look of it. This so that scene at the Spawn Ranch, where yeah, right. where Brad Pitt is. I mean, that thing looks like a horror movie at that point. Oh yeah, you you you're kind of on, on edge the whole sequence because it's you don't a, know it's, how it's, it's gonna you know, something right. is gonna blow up there. You know, <laughs> right? And it's just just right. it, the the whole thing. And, and like I say, I haven't stopped thinking about that movie, since, which is a great sign of a movie. You know, you come yeah. away and you're still thinking about it, and I and I can't wait to watch it again. And the stupid AMC here has has, has dumped it already because I wanted to go back last weekend to see it for a second time. Oh, so of course, I have I have the AMC A list thing, so I I go to the movies quite a bit. And yeah. yeah, sure enough, it's not there, and there's a bunch of garbage on that I don't want to watch. And, <laughs> that is uh, yeah, and that's yeah. why I went and tried to see it right away because they had a again they had it in their biggest theater showing it on actual film, which was really fun. Which theater did you go yeah. to? Oh, it was that Willow Creek one oh. where I saw two thousand one and seventy sure. millimeter and all that stuff. And yeah, they're 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 kind of unusual that way. But do you, do you have a good choice of movie theaters where you are, John? Yeah, I think ours are really good. Well, the the one I was talking about it's it's still a multiplex and they have the recliner seats and all that but they they really have a lot of interesting stuff and they also don't show a lot of ads which I like that's kind of a pet peeve of mine right right is I I, I don't love sitting through a lot of uh, ads I've seen I could be seeing on TV <laughs> yes well the other and thing too that, the, the the things they keep adding to try to make it more comfortable like there's the, the chairs and they're vibrating and there's you can I ha- knew you were going to bring up the vibrating button. <laughs> you you could you could have a you can get a woman to sit next to you and hold your hand in the scary parts and it's just kind of weird. I, I I just think they're getting too. It's just see getting too. It's see too what much. You're missing out there in South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure Paul could arrange that if he, you know if he goes to a scary movie. Well, um, you know, I, you get scared. You want somebody to hold your hand. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing, you know, <laughs> sick about it. So, Paul, I, 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 I'll, only... I'll throw out a quick recommendation. Also, that it's not new at all. But, and Phil, I mentioned that I'd seen this, but I, I recently, for the first time, saw the uh, movie "The Straight Story." Yeah. You guys heard of that? I have oh, not I, heard I, of that. So, um, yeah, Paul, speaking go look of, it up sometime. It's, it's speaking a, of directors that have a signature style that did something different. It was like exactly David this, Lynch. So this is David Lynch, and it came out. Is it 1999? I think Twin Peaks. David Lynch. Yeah, same guy, and it's yeah. this. It, and, but it was released by the Disney Studio. Oh, I'd what, love to. Oh, oh they should have a straight story on. ride, John. You could ride and, a lawnmower and, and for three also, days. It's it, it's rated G. <laughs> And it's it, really? it's nothing like a normal David Lynch movie, except that no. it's a little quirky. But 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 yeah, it, it, it's this. It, it, and I had never seen it. I had heard it was good, but it did not disappoint. And I was I, surprised I, you I hadn't seen it. it. I, I saw it when it came out, and I, that was one of those movies that I think I saw more than once. So, what's the name again, John? The Straight Story. The Straight I think it's story, on right? iTunes and those hmm. services. Well, have to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's really it, different. Really it's it. not it's like, like any of his other movies. It's about and it, it's about this um, old old farmer guy who lives in I think in Iowa and he needs to go visit his dying brother in Wisconsin and he 
can't drive anymore, so he rides his riding lawnmower all the way there. <laughs> and it's actually based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. And, and apparently, the the actor's name is uh, Richard Farnsworth, who was in a lot of old Hollywood stuff. He was a stuntman, I think, him. wasn't he? He uh, he was actually uh, kind of dying at the time they made the film too. Yeah, he died shortly after it came out, and but it's it's really really good. Yeah, highly recommend it. And just because it's 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 not a goofy <laughs> goofy movie, <laughs> so. Uh, like the, you know, it's it's just one of these weird things that at the time Disney just picked up, I think, to distribute. Right. But it's got their name on it, which usually you don't see associated. But it's just really pretty good natured and well, very well done. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, check it out sometime. It's it's, and, and it's the, not the other, it's not fast paced or anything. It's just <laughs> <laughs> just like the just like the mode of transport. <laughs> right. The movie is three days long. And the other thing I, I caught recently, which I hadn't seen in a while, but is an old favorite of mine, is the original Blues Brothers. Oh, oh it's so good. Cool. It's so good. I mean, yeah, I've I don't been wanting to, to rewatch that for t- years. Tell you about that. <laughs> but um, a, a, a musician friend of mine here uh, had never seen it. And what? I, he was over over one night. Yeah, I don't know how he escaped it, but he. <laughs> because it was so funny to watch it with him because we'd be going along and like. Oh, I can't believe that person's in it or that person. Yeah, oh, yeah. all the musicians. It's, it's and, you know, it's it's one of my all-time favorites and it's it's this interesting combination of overly budgeted SNL movie along uh-huh. with along with just this love letter to classic R&B artists. Absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 a wonderful it's movie. John John Landis really nailed it and John Landis is a great movie maker. Um, so one of my favorite movies is a John Landis movie which is not The Blues Brothers which I love which is an American Wealth in London. Yeah, oh. yeah, I, I totally. I I, I, <laughs> I, I love, love that movie. I, I, I don't think that I don't think The Blues Brothers is is I, I personally love it, but it's not, you know, there, no. you can probably, as a movie, pick lots of holes in it. <laughs> oh, oh, completely. It, but it's so oh, fun. Oh, it's so much it fun. Sound, it, it sounds great. And it's, it's yeah, just, the, the, and the music is, is yeah. priceless. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's so fun. I really, really love that movie. Yeah. And, jo, jo, and like I say, John Landis made American Wealth in London, which I, which I have a, 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 a huge soft spot for. And, you know, trading places was good as oh, well, which you made. Right. He did that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he 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 did some good stuff. He really did. Right, right. So that those are things I saw recently that were really really fun. Yeah, and and, and I, I guess in the last twelve months, uh, I think the most fun I had at the movie theater, however, and this is kind of mainstream. This is not, you know, was was the Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah, sure, that sure. Was for, for, I think we've all seen for, that. Yeah. For, for, for somebody that watched all those those uh, Marvel movies leading up to it, uh, yeah, that was that was the, a long was term a, thing. It was, <laughs> it was such a payoff, though. I mean, that was such a payoff. That movie, the way and the way they did it. I mean, that's a three hour movie, and it does not feel like it's a three hour movie. No, it's, it, it's very. It was very, very, very well done, and that's the most fun I've had at the movie theater for sure. Yeah, I, sure. I'd agree with that. It's it, it's good, and it the whole thing is like a giant mini series, <laughs> right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, they they did such a great job tying it all in, and that 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 really pays off when you when you've seen them like that. And but you see what they did now though to grab more money is that they've got all these TV shows on Disney Plus. Oh, it's yeah, the whole Disney streaming service <laughs> and all these all so, these things. And... Yeah, that comes out next. That comes out in November. 
And, yeah, and, it's going to be so, really interesting uh, when that that market gets even bigger, especially with Apple and um, right Warner Warner AT and T and all that stuff's going to just I, people aren't going to have enough time to to watch it all. Well, of course, D- if you're, if you're working are using that, a new model though, they're going to not do mm-hmm. the Netflix binge model. They're going to be releasing an episode per week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I noticed HBO is kind of stuck with that too, which uh, it, that's okay. I, I I don't think everything should be uh, dumped dumped all at once, kind of thing. I kind of prefer it in some ways. Mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of prefer it. So I mean, I'm excited for some of the stuff that they'll they'll put out on that channel, like The Mandalorian, the Star Wars show. I don't know if you've seen the the, the previews for that. Of, yeah, I, I've heard about it. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. Looks really. Yeah, cool. I, I just I it's there's. It's got to be an is, amazing time to be in that business. Yeah. Is there a saturation yeah. point though? I, I because I I thought yeah. I thought with the superhero movies there'd be a saturation point uh, by now, but it doesn't seem like it. They just keep well, making more and more because they're doing them well. I think the saturation point is the DC movies that have been released that have not been done so well. Yeah, yeah. we 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 did the other night or last weekend. We we did watch Shazam. Um, oh, that's fun though, right? Which you know, we actually, I, I, I actually really had a good time watching that. Yeah, that, it, that's fun. It definitely was one of the few. I mean, because we, we, I think we watched. Uh, oh, what's 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 the Avengers equivalent? The Justice League? Or oh yeah, it wasn't good. Oh, that that was awful. Yeah, yeah I, it wasn't good. I, just, <laughs> I mean, Wonder Woman is the only really good. Wonder one Woman was pretty good. Shazam, maybe. Yeah, we we enjoyed Wonder Woman. I thought that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I thought they did a, they did a nice job with Wonder Woman, but that that whole franchise really hasn't worked so far. No, no, and it, it's pretty much tanked. I think so. That, that yeah, they'll <laughs> there's enough money at stake, and they'll figure it out. But <laughs> well, I always like the old Batman how well, movies. The, how well Disney and those guys did, though. Yeah, I'm, if it's good, I'll watch it. I'm I'm not pretentious where I will be. You know, it's I'm not watching this because it's too mainstream. If it's good <laughs> and I like it, I'll watch it. But you know, if it's garbage, yeah, like some yeah. of those Qu- DC quality, quality, right? Yeah, and if it's garbage, like some of that DC stuff is, then think and and on the superhero thing, I don't know if any of you guys saw it, but that animated Spider-Man movie that came out last year was um, Infinity something or no? It was the Spider-Verse. No, Spider-Verse. Yeah. Spider-Verse. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That everybody. Is, I, I, I haven't seen on, it I, yet. I'm, I'm meaning to watch it, but I my family went to that without me. That's like the best animated movie I've seen in the last I don't know how many years. I'll have to see it on my own. It's well, no, maybe pretty, I could get a, somebody to sit next to me and hold my hand in the scary. Place. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I would recommend anyone, you know, if you I've like heard, animation yeah. or not, is to to watch that thing. That's that's pretty innovative. Now, and, my um, family did go to Spider Man. That was the recent movie. The most recent movie we've seen together was uh, Spider Man: Far From Home. And yeah, I I really enjoyed it, but you know the ending or endings. I won't say what happened, but I don't know. I we were, I, I was I don't want to say angry, but just kind of. <laughs> I I was not. I I enjoyed the movie, but the ending was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm I don't surprised know. that I'm surprised they did that. That movie had to do a lot of heavy lifting after Endgame. Yeah, because. Oh, yeah, because because of what had happened in Endgame, and had to deal with 
you know, the death of Tony Stark and all, all, all that kind of stuff. I think they yeah. did a, a pretty nice job with keeping that lighthearted and still like a high school buddy movie. Yeah, which no, and, it was really and, good. And, 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 and I, I think we, they did a nice job with that. Uh, but I don't know. With, with that ending, I don't know what they're going to do because Sony and Disney <laughs> are arguing over dollars right now, so they may oh. not even make any more of them. Because yeah, Sony, it's, it's Sony's a still of transition, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Well, that, that's okay. Yeah, they, they had a good run. <laughs> they had a good run. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to stay going, but that's... <laughs> oh. I, I, my. I guess I've maybe I've talked about this one, this too, but my favorite Marvel movies tend to be the ones that are more, uh, you know, like uh, Star Lord, and <laughs> I know that's not the name of the movie, but Guardians I can never, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy and They're Thor, great. Thor, Rangan Rock or Fraggle Rock or whatever it was, the <laughs> Thor that was that was so funny. I, I that was like the funniest yeah. movie I've seen well, uh, since, like- since the, the Blues Brothers. Taika Waititi, I'm probably butchering his name. Is it Taika Waititi uh-huh. or Waikiti? Oh, yeah, the a, Kiwi director. Yeah. The Kiwi director <laughs> who's, you know, also responsible for uh, 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 we're what in, we do in the shows. The shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is great. And uh, I, I think he brought so much to that movie. I thought it was, I thought it was so, so funny. So oh, funny. I, I've, I was just laughing out yeah, loud really great. hard it, and i i don't do that at really, movies very often well then yeah, and then, really then they had a mark's mother's boss soundtrack was really good too and because from devo yeah. i was a big fan of that when i was a kid yeah what, what, mother's what kind of i mean we should probably wrap this up pretty soon because you've got you know yeah, yeah important uh, criminal investigation um on call things and, and briskets to rub i'm, I'm but, getting dirty looks also <laughs> oh you are <laughs> yeah throw throw she, some she filthy knows better than to say anything though but Give give her a filthy cherry. No, but I'll give her a filthy cherry. <laughs> I, you shouldn't you shouldn't have said that out loud, John. Who See, I said get, that. I get John in trouble. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, uh, what was the kind of music you grew up on, or whatever, or listening to? Uh, Morrissey, I'm sure, and uh, <laughs> Morrissey. No. Well, the, I, I, no, I discovered Morrissey and the Smiths later on, and I actually still <laughs> listen to Morrissey and the Smiths. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, sure, that. sure, that's uh, all right. But, <laughs> but but no, not in my house. In my house, that was not playing. Uh, so <laughs> right. my, my my parents' music of choice. There was a lot of Neil Diamond going on. Yeah, there was a lot of Neil Diamond in my house, and, and <laughs> I'll admit I'm still a fan to this day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of Neil Diamond. There was a lot of Beatles in the house. Uh, uh, my dad. You still have a lot of Beatles. <laughs> you should house. have some pest control. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. The uh, Abba was playing in the house. Yeah. That was playing quite a bit, but yeah. but for me, for, you know, going back up, yeah, when you're a kid. I think you like whatever music. Well, I certainly did. I, I like whatever music was cool at the time and what my friends were listening to, which is kind of you know, which is which is not great, uh, you know. So we went through the dance music phase and we went through the Guns and Roses thing and we went <laughs> the, you know, so we went through a few different phases. But I don't really recall being really into any one particular thing that I the one thing that I one band that I particularly liked growing up that my friends didn't which made me a little bit different was Depeche Mode sure sure oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. 
So I always had kind of a, I really liked Depeche Mode growing up. And uh, uh-huh. uh, that was the one, that was the one thing I think I liked musically that my friends weren't into was Depeche Mode. And and actually even today that popped up on, on it's a, it, yeah, their Violator album is, is still on my phone. So that popped up on my random yeah, that, that's sh- a great one, actually. Sh- shuffle uh, as I was driving today. So, yeah. And, and, you know, they're still making music. It's not as good. But, I mean, that, that band's yeah. still, they're, they're still making music to this day. Can't stop the music. No. That's right. <laughs> no, we must keep going. Well, ABBA, didn't they release an album recently or something, too? No? I've, I've Did, no wasn't, idea. Wasn't ABBA going to do something? John, do you know? I think they're just cashing their uh, Mamma Mia royalty checks. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were going to do another musical based on a different song. On the 80s, yeah. <laughs> just, well, what would be it? <laughs> do you know what I, who I am listening to recently, and I would really recommend if you if you haven't listened to them, is Jason Isbell. Oh. Mm, okay. I, I've heard. So that up. it's Americana. I love music. Americana, sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm, so sure I, I'm sure I'm so, sure I've heard him. So I would I would really recommend that. That's that's kind of my jam right now is uh, Jason Isbell. On well on the current here, um, I I don't know eighty nine point three or whatever seven. It, they they have a, an Americana show every uh, oh every Sunday morning, and uh, so I listen to that you know when I'm making breakfast before the. The rest of the family gets up and have you know, some coffee, and so yeah, I like I like that once a week at least. Yeah, check, I'm sure check, I've heard Jason Isabel at some point. I I know yeah, the name. Check him out. Check him out. He's got he's got he's got a couple of really great solo albums. Uh, there's a couple of albums that he did with the 400 unit, I think they're called. Uh, but yeah, yeah, really good. That's 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 what I'm listening to right now a lot is Jason Isabel. Another thing, cool. another thing you like to do is go to concerts at at. Uh, and the Red Rocks or something, it seems like. How many times have you been down there? Oh, we've been there a few times. We've been yeah. there a few times. Uh, not, not, as, not as much as we'd like. I think Elizabeth and I's favorite concert that we've seen at Red Rocks is probably Alabama Shakes. Sure. That, that was a cool show. That Brit, Brittany, the, the, the lead gal in that band. Yeah, man, yeah. And she is a rock star. Yeah. She is a rock star. She is Definitely. Pretty, awesome, pretty awesome. Well, all right, fine. Well, you're pretty awesome too. <laughs> there. <laughs> why, why? Thank you, dear brother-in-law. No, no. Go rub something, and we'll uh, we'll catch you uh, later. Sounds good. Thanks for ha- what? Thanks for having me, guys. Well, thanks. Thanks for being. No, thanks thank for you. thanks for being had, and thanks for being a listener. Here's the song. Have you heard the tale of Crocodile Ball? The most interesting thing this side of wall. Everyone knows that Rabbit is a safer place When they see the determined look on his determined face The ladies love his accent, but they get it misplaced Wherever he's from, we all know he's on the case Have you heard the tale of Crocodile Hall? The most interesting things this side of wall. When they see him coming, they say, Good day, mate. Well, they think he's from 
a different state. But North Dakota seems hard to take. He just nods and he chews on a rattlesnake. Have you heard the tale of Crocodile Falls? The most interesting thing is the side of wall. it all, they keep their flags unfurled. Four presidents in granite and statues line the streets. Those streets are protected with people like Paul on the beat. Have you heard the tale of Crocodile Paul? The most interesting thing this side of wall. If you have the right equipment, the right cut of meat, and the right rod. Have you heard? I have a podcast.